Okay, uh, today's episode brought to you from the car. Nice to be out and about. Um, and it's inspired by a message I got from somebody last week. If you're listening, you'll perhaps know who you are. He sent me a message to say that you were enjoying the podcasts. Uh, so this is inspired by you, and it's to do with um, aspirations to get certain things done. So in the course of every, pretty much every day, certainly most days every week, I speak to people who have an aspiration to to do something, they've got a project in mind, or they've got an, whatever it is, they, maybe they want to write a book, um, or they want to start a blog, or they want to do something that they've not managed to get themselves to get into the groove of doing. And that, that's because they're trying to tackle it, tackle the behavioral change that it requires, because if we're going to become a published author, if we're going to write a book, we need to get into the groove of writing. Uh, if we're going to write a blog or uh, start a radio show or a podcast or whatever it is, we've got to get into the groove of doing certain things that we've not done before. And all too often, people are trying to get themselves to move into action to do what they want to do. And they're trying to change the behavior at the level of the behavior. And so this podcast is about, well, how do you, how do you get yourself to really get into the groove of doing something that you know you want to do, you, that you know will deliver you results, but you just can't get yourself to do? And the answer is, or part of the answer is in identity. Because identity leads activity. We have, we hold, we have a self-image in our subconscious, we, uh, how we feel about ourselves and the identity we hold, how we think, who we think we really are. And if I'm aspiring to write a book, then I'm an aspiring author who has yet to write a book. And my identity is somebody who's yet to write a book. But the identity we need to integrate into ourselves is the published author is that of a published author who has readers because presumably we want to write a book because we've got feel we've got a message to send out to the world and we really want some people to read that message and to hear it but if we're going to get that book done we need to do a couple of things one is to imagine the book done use our imagination to take ourselves to the end and live from the end and the other is to integrate the identity of published author with thousands of readers, published author impacting the lives of thousands of people around the world every day, whatever it is, but we need to integrate the, ident- the author into being part of our identity. Because when we do that, we can make decisions from that state. And that state, if we embody that state, that's going to move us into action to do the things that somebody who has that identity, has that state, does. If I have the identity of strong, fit and healthy, if that's part of my core, my self-image, then embodying that state and holding that state as part of my identity is going to move me into behaving in a way that's consistent with that identity. I'm going to eat healthily, do exercise and do what's necessary in order to maintain and hold that state. Whereas if I'm telling myself that I must get back into shape, 
uh, I'm, I'm overweight and I'm really unfit, then that's expressing how I currently hold my identity. And that's going to cause me to, <coughs> excuse me, that's going to cause me to procrastinate on doing the things that I want to do to get the results I want. So it's a bit of a hard concept to grasp, but the identity leads the activity. Identity comes first when we, when we, and we have the ability as human beings to create any identity we want to choose, whether that's, you know, I'm a successful multimillionaire consultant or I'm a successful um, multimillionaire builder uh, or a uh, published author. Whatever it is we want to experience in our outside world starts with creating the identity on our, in our inside world. We can do that today, right now, even if there's nothing in our physical world in our, that our five senses are telling us that are reflecting that back to us. Because when we really get into studying, <coughs> excuse me, when we really get into studying success and looking at successful people, and most of them are unconsciously successful. They don't really, they couldn't really tell you why they've been successful. They put it down to certain things like, well, I, wor I worked really hard and uh, did certain things or I got a lucky break. Most of them, they can't really tell you why they're successful. And so often they get to a point where they're not able to keep um, escalating their success because they haven't integrated the identity that's required in order to take the success to the next level and equally and perhaps uh, more importantly because they don't understand what's created their success they're not able to pass on the real reasons for it to their children and future generations so unwittingly they tell their kids that it's down to having worked really hard and done certain things in a certain way whereas actually really what it was down to was carrying the identity of a certain of success before the success showed up. Speak to any successful people and say, "What at what point did you feel successful? What type, what point did you know you were going to be successful?" It's always way in advance of the success in physical terms or in financial terms or however you want to de determine what success looks like. It's always well in advance of that showing up. We can't walk around feeling poor and feeling lack and expect great abundance and financial wealth. Just doesn't work that way. Feel it first, experience it second. You might say, well, that's all a bit ethereal and sounds a bit too woo-woo and all the rest of it, but you know, connect the dots in your own life. Look at how hard you may have been trying to create wealth or to create a different result whilst operating from a state of lack. Look at your own beliefs because what we believe becomes our truth. What we believe isn't the truth, it just becomes our truth, it becomes true for us. So why should somebody be uber successful uh, who appears to be no more intelligent, no more gifted, no more hardworking than somebody who struggles all their life? And the answer is it's how they hold, it's the self-image that they hold of themselves and the way that they go through life, the state in which they walk. So back to the original point, if you want to move yourself into creating a certain experience or certain outcome in your life, whether that's having a published book, having a writing career, having a 
strong, fit, healthy, lean body, having millions in the bank, whatever the outcome is that you're seeking to experience in your outside world, in your physical world, it starts in your inside world. And there's no way around that. It operates by law in the same way that gravity operates by law. I drop my phone, you drop your phone, somebody else drops their phone, it's going to hit the ground. Gravity is always working, always at play. Can we explain it? No. Do we, do we experience it every day? Yes. Do we, because, we've, we, because we know the consequence of it, do we learn to work in harmony with the laws of gravity? Yes. Do we understand some of how the other laws work? Most people don't. I certainly didn't for most of my life. I struggled, I worked hard and never really got the results that I felt I deserved because I wasn't coming at it from the right energy, from the right place. So I hope that helps. Inside out, upside down, that's the way to work. It's just contrary to how we've been conditioned to live. See you on the next episode.